0: You're listening to Cryptocurrent, the only podcast that explores the bold projects, exciting opportunities, and the growing reach of blockchain and cryptocurrency. Whether you've got skin in the game or you're just crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay Cryptocurrent. Now, here's your host, Richard
1: Carthon. Today's episode is brought to you by Astro Protocol, bringing unparalleled assurance to public blockchains. By adding a specific clause into a smart contract, the proof of trust becomes a mechanism to resolve all issues, including accidental or fraudulent transactions. All parties and transactions are now fully protected using Astro Protocol. The ASTR token creates a healthy and fair transactional ecosystem As more parties from different sectors use the proof of trust as the primary dispute resolution mechanism, the STR token will efficiently rank the upcoming cases in order of urgency. For more information, go to astroprotocol.com. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I have a special guest all the way out in Portugal, traveling across Lisbon doing the whole rotation of looking at different types of workshops and events has an amazing project called Astro Protocol that I'm excited to learn more about. Uh, We have Saqib. How are you doing today?
0: Uh, Hey, Richard. Yeah, really pleased to be here. Thank you for having me on today. I'm out here in sunny Lisbon at the moment enjoying the blockchain week.
1: Awesome. Well, glad you could catch us um, during your busy schedule. But before we learn more about everything you have going on with Astro Protocol, first want to learn more about you. Give us some background on yourself?
0: Yeah, absolutely. My my current position right now is the chief innovation and chief technology officer for the Astra protocol. So you can imagine my my background comes from quite a technically focused position. My career really started in traditional finance in an analytical position where I was able to aggregate lots of data get different workflows and really accelerated beyond working in the traditional finance sector into creating my own company. Uh, which specialized in creating innovative new technology platforms for banks and within the financial space. So that career really really spanned over a decade at building really cool innovative products, some of which were, were based on blockchain in as early as 2015. So really, I had a good foresight and understanding of how traditional finance works from a technology perspective, but also how to drive innovation in large scalable environments and that's really a a high level overview to my career Uh, but it's been you know uh, an interesting journey building large scalable technology across lots of different jurisdictions under what became very relevant to me at Astro protocol under strict regulatory compliance at the same time
1: right no the the very extensive background that is very relevant for what you're doing today and it actually crosses into the crypto blockchain well pretty well and is, is very needed. Um, speaking of which, you know, what was your first introduction to the space and how did it lead you down the rabbit hole of crypto and blockchain is where I want to be?
0: That's a great question. It's quite an interesting one, really. I was first exposed to Bitcoin and Litecoin. And as early as 2013, one of my my actual colleagues, one of my employees in my team at the time, highlighted Bitcoin to me as this money for the internet is what he described it as. And I looked at it. And over a couple of weeks, I just saw the value of this thing appreciating pretty rapidly. So I thought, hey, this is cool. I can see the future value of it. I started to read about the principles behind it, the idea of free exchange from peer to peer. And I really thought it was you know, an interesting concept. So back then, you, know, you had to download those wallets onto your laptop, and it was quite a difficult process to get into. But I managed to crack it. And I, and I bought my first Bitcoin and Litecoin in 2013, like a a lot of people did at the time. Unfortunately, there was some bad media press at the time. It was uh, around the Silk Road time, and we saw a big crash in the market. So the investment that I made in the first couple of weeks didn't do too very well. But uh, time has shown us with us hitting all-time highs now that Bitcoin's here to stay. The innovation that was created so many years ago has really flourished. And and look at the industry that we have now. It's, It's really booming right at the moment.
1: Absolutely. And it's looking like it's picking up a lot of steam as we kind of wrap up 2021. But being in the industry or knowing about crypto and getting into Bitcoin Litecoin 2013, seeing both bull markets and bear markets and just fast forwarding to where we are now with the Astro Protocol, kind of explain like, how did it come about? You became part of uh, this company and and what is it ultimately that you all are trying to accomplish?
0: I've been working with the founders in the technology space for a number of years, just creating lots of different applications and, and clearly had some experience in creating both permission mission and public blockchain applications through my own company. Really, we, we love DeFi as a collective of people, myself, the founders, and pretty much every employee and organization is huge fans of DeFi. I mean, it's true innovation for the financial sector. But with that, there has been some interesting noise in the media and some strange thoughts from regulators around the world. So we looked at the major issue that we saw coming in DeFi, which was financial innovation creates opportunity for success, but it creates a huge amount of risks as well. You don't have to look far to see that people are often caught by pulls and scams, and you have unsophisticated investors who are just getting into the space people like myself in 2013 and, and others who are subject to losses, risks, and, and a lot of problems as well, and can be swayed in this, area, uh, this era of social media to make bad decisions uh, at the same time. And really, that warranted regulators to start look very closely at the industry as a whole. And that created a little bit of an environment of over-regulation from a certain stance when we look at the actions of the SEC. As of late, we look at Chinese government closing down operations for a lot of different cryptocurrencies. And then we look at the European perspective as well, with the European Central Bank taking an an opposing stance to, to cryptocurrencies, but without banning it. So we saw this opportunity to really manage the balance and keep the industry going forward. So we created the very first of its kind Uh, A truly decentralized compliance layer that is accessible to multiple chains and really is simple and intuitive to to use. And the principle and ethos behind the Aspra protocol is to bring the highest grade of regulatory compliance as part of the onboarding ramp for DeFi to as many people as possible, ensuring that all the major applications are able to absorb this technology and alleviate those pressures from the regulators. So on this journey, we actually teamed up with, and uh, I can't announce who they are today, but we'll be making some very, very interesting announcements very soon. We're working with a number of the top legal firms in the world in a completely decentralized fashion. So we're able to distribute KYC, KYB, AML checks through this major network of both legal services and business advisory services. We're actually calling this the decentralized legal network that allows both retail and institutions to access a decentralized view when it comes to compliance. And in the eyes of the consumer, creates more of a safe environment for people to operate. In the eyes of the regulator, it means that we have a green light to continue what we're doing. We don't need to stifle innovation with regulatory pressure. And we can continue moving this industry forward in the way that it should be. So that's our mission statement really is to Is to bring all of this together so that we can continue with this true innovation in the financial space.
1: So there's a lot that y'all are doing that I think is absolutely incredible. But the main point here is to help sift through the regulatory nuances that are essential for everything to move forward in crypto. And it's one of the largest challenges across countries and a lot of companies within the crypto blockchain space when they think about interoperability and everything else. They need to make sure in the different countries that they're going to be operating in that they're not having any red tape they're having to work through, but then also making sure that they're not liable for for the type of technology and being able to work with the different individuals in different countries. They're not having to look behind their back every three seconds for all the innovations that they're creating. So it sounds like Astra Protocol is moving forward with this in mind so that as people are continuing to build these amazing blockchains and, and innovations that they're not having to worry about all this regulatory red tape.
0: That's exactly right. And the way that we approach this is one of the reasons that we've partnered with the major legal and business advisory firms is that it gives us firstly, great timeliness when it comes to enacting on on every service call that we have. And secondarily, it means that we can provide remit for over 127 countries around the world so that we can really provide this global base of compliance checks to every protocol that wishes to engage in this service. And one of the key aspects is that we're able to do all of this without sacrificing decentralization. So users who sign up to these platforms, the lending and borrowing, the DEXs, yield farming and pools as well, they can still remain anonymous within the application. They just call our service, provide their information, we carry out those checks. And as far as the application knows, without them being burdened by carrying personal information of those users, having to go down those strict regulatory procedures, we're able to provide that service through that decentralized legal network that we provide.
1: Which is pretty remarkable. Again, I know you can't announce all of the partnerships that you have in place, but it sounds like y'all have some really great things brewing with that. And by providing access to a lot of these protocols I wish to engage with y'all, you're pushing down a lot of the barriers to entry and allowing a lot more fluid practices to like get up and running in a compliant way, which is really, really, really cool. And again, I know that you you, you focus on the DeFi part, the decentralized aspect of it, which I think is still very important because as you start adding regulation and other stuff like that, it can start to feel centralized again. So can you kind of speak to the like application of how you are still able to like do all this regulation and still be decentralized focused? You know what I mean? Like that's a very interesting
0: cross.
2: Hey, Cryptocurrent crew, this is Steve Miller, and I'm the host of CC Live, the show that keeps you up to date with what's popping off in crypto land. Every episode of CC Live brings you the latest news, keeps you updated on the top projects, and decrypts everything you need to know to get ahead in the wild world of Web3. So if you really want to stay Cryptocurrent, join Richard, Chris and I every Tuesday and Friday at 7pm Eastern, only on YouTube Live. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe to Cryptocurrent's YouTube channel today. And as always, stay cryptocurrent.
0: Well, in short, we utilize technology like zero knowledge proofs. So when a service layer calls our application, we can tell them whether you know an address has been listed by our service. From a user perspective, it's really simple. You just within four clicks submit your application of all your information as you would through any compliance platform for, for KYC. But what we do is rather than passing it out to one centralized entity which as you said, kind of kills decentralization if one firm is responsible for who can join and enter into a platform. Instead, we hand that out to that decentralized legal network. So in the same way that Uber offers rides to its customers, we offer those cases out to a full spectrum of different compliance specialists from both the legal and business advisory world. And we use a really cool matchmaking algorithm that creates an anti-collusive panel of adjudicators. Without getting too technical, what this allows us to do is ensure that those individuals who are selected don't know each other, can't converse with each other, they're working within a decentralized sphere as well. So we're introducing decentralization from the entry point for users so they can remain decentralized and anonymized within the applications that they're using in DeFi. But internally within our own structure, we incorporate decentralization through that legal network as well.
1: Wow. And it's cool that you're. Setting this up to where it is zero knowledge proof, and you don't necessarily have this one entity that's running the show. You have a network, an ecosystem that are coming together to get all this accomplished. And I'm sure from a coordination standpoint, it's quite a lot of plates to be spinning at the same time. How is it that y'all are coming together and, and putting this in such a way that it can be streamlined?
0: It's a really simple and easy to consume service. It can be connected to any application, either through a smart contract clause or through an API call, so we make it really easy to consume. The front-end operates in, like you would with any application, We'll take Shopify for an example. Uh, you're able to integrate it into your site seamlessly. Uh, whenever you connect a wallet service, you can call a smart contract, or you can simply just create this as part of the onboarding technique. So users are, are comfortable with, with these kinds of processes. It's no different to what we see today. The magic is really is what's happening in the background that allows us to create this network and this, this ability to connect with the right people in the right jurisdictions. And that's key as well. When we match make uh, users to this decentralized legal network system, we're bringing in specialists pertinent to your locale. So if you're registered in the States and you need a state-specific compliance expert to look at you, we can provide that because we have the bandwidth in the network as well. And fraying away from the question slightly, But looking at the other side as well, we talk about regulatory pressure. What's key and sets us apart in the marketplace is we come with really strong firms, as I mentioned. We're talking top 10 legal business advisory firms, out all attesting and working in a decentralized means. So regulators are really comfortable from the perspective that these checks are being carried out, not by one centralized entity, but actually from a panel of industry experts who come from top accredited firms as well. So from a regulatory stance, this is really special for them and it really hits all the key points that they're looking for, which is a safe environment because nobody wants to kill innovation.
1: No. And I think looking at that side of things as well is largely important just to see how do we keep progress? How do we keep innovation going without stifling the true essence of what brought everybody to the crypto blockchain space in the first place, which is decentralization. And it sounds like Y'all are doing those things and you're doing them well. So amazing job with getting a lot of this set up with you going to a lot of these different shows and kind of putting Astro Protocol out there. You know, what are some of the things in y'all's pipeline that y'all have coming that you think a lot of people are going to be interested in?
0: The most exciting thing about us is that we're actually launching our token, which is going to power the transactions even more so. We're looking at lots of different methodologies for our token. But really, we're going to use this to enforce even further decentralization and allow every individual who calls the service to be in control of how fast they want to be seen in the system as well. That's some of the exciting news, but part of our journey will be um, introducing lots of different compliance elements to what we do and broadening out what legal services within the DeFi sphere looks like. And for us, it's about increasing the accessibility to legal services and business advisory services for compliance for things like KYC, KYB. But we're looking at innovation even beyond that bringing in additional features over time. So I'd say the two key things for us right now are bringing out a token, which is really interesting and keeps the notion of decentralization for our platform. So everyone be on the lookout for the Astra token, which is upcoming. And uh, the second is just adding more services to our offering to ensure that each of these platforms can add and onboard different services with uh, greater accessibility.
1: No doubt. No, that sounds great. And. Even with both of those coming out, there's some people here listening They're like, yes, I'm I'm looking to figure out how I can get more involved with getting a lot of this legal compliance and other things within my protocols in a situation to where I know that I am protected. So for all of those who are working on these innovative blockchains or cryptos, how can they get involved and get started with Astro Protocol?
0: Very simply, I mean, just uh, reach out to us at uh, astroprotocol.com. We've got a really responsive team. We love to engage. We've got a very busy and active telegram as well that people can reach out to us and and, and throughout all of our social media. We're a great team. We're really approachable. And a lot of people see us at different conventions. We actually get approached by a lot of different companies who look for advice like, how should we approach this industry? And we say, look, you know, there are are two routes. You can either spend a huge amount of money building your own infrastructure for compliance and you might not get it right. Or you can rely on the top legal firms around the world to provide the service for you. And we're a big facilitator of that but we keep it decentralized always. The common question that everybody asks us is, how can we integrate this? And it's really simple. As I mentioned quite earlier on, you can either connect to us via a smart contract call or through an API. We're really flexible. And we've built the system in a way that we can operate with multiple different chains. I mean, clearly there's regulatory pressure coming in from pretty much every chain now. And nowadays you just have to walk off the stage to get served papers by the SEC. So I think it's important that people start embracing compliance tools like ours really just to ensure that they've got a real fighting chance. It keeps the regulatory pressure away from you and that the true innovators can focus on that, growing their platforms without having that kind of pressure behind them.
1: Absolutely. And I think a lot of people are going to be looking at this even more so as the industry continues to grow, especially as institutional money is starting to flow in with this new Bitcoin ETF that's out on the market and other things like it. So, you know, as we kind of take a 10000 foot view at the crypto landscape right now. And you have all kinds of different, I don't want to say revolutions, but a lot of different tracks that are going on right now. You have DeFi, NFTs, regulation, stable coins, all all types of things. As you look at us going into 2022, what do you think are some of the things that people should be aware of and, and be looking out for?
0: It might sound a little bit biased here, Richard, but the first thing I would say to everybody is really invest in compliance invest in ensuring that your future of your business or your innovation is protected sufficiently from multiple jurisdictions because regulators still haven't made their mind up as to how they want to approach this. So I think it's important with time you have an agile company like ourselves onboarded so that we can navigate those waters with you and also provide you with a regulatory reporting framework that can help you get through these times as well. That's one of the biggest threats to DeFi, crypto, NFTs, this entire space is how the regulators will make their mind up as to how they want to proceed with this. And what are those restrictions? What are those obligations that we have to adhere to? And what does that mean for us? If we've been already operating outside of that remix, that mean that we have to retrospectively review things. So if you're a startup in the market and you're interested, then it's, and it's a good time to start investing and thinking about how you can insert a module like ours into your ecosystem. And if you're a larger player in the market, well then we've already been approached by a number of these guys. They're already starting to think about it as to how they can equip themselves and and move forward in in a compliant manner.
1: Got it. And, you know, I I really appreciate that. And just a great reminder to everyone that compliance is important and making sure that you don't have regulators coming after you is uh, the best peace of mind that you could probably have as you're building out your, your, your company. So definitely appreciate that. As we kind of wrap up here, man, I always like to finish up with two fun questions. And the first being with all the information you have right now, if you could go impart one or two pieces of wisdom to yourself when you got started back in 2013, what would you tell yourself?
0: I would say buy more Bitcoin, <laughs> first of all. And the second thing that I would say to everybody is that we're all still very early. This entire industry has really boomed over the past few years. It's just the beginning of true innovation. And we're going to see even more growth. We're going to see even further adaptations on where we are. And the only thing that's really standing in the way of that, as I've, I've, I've said many times today, is regulatory pressure. So equip yourselves with the tools to ensure that you can continue to innovate, continue to drive financial innovation at its finest, bringing out further freedom through financial means to people is, is incredible. And uh, it's been a pleasure to be part of this industry and watch it mature over time. Yeah, I'm excited to play uh, an interesting role into to how we keep the industry moving forward.
1: No doubt. And I'm confident that you will. What is a final thought that you want to leave with everyone here today?
0: Uh, My final thought for everyone today is we're still early. So invest in as many new upcoming emerging technologies as you can. You win some of them, you lose some of them. But the important thing is backing the community and ensuring that financial innovation is driven from the community itself.
1: I think that's a great thought. Everyone listening here, we always encourage you to just become involved. Put in what you're willing to, I don't want to say lose. I mean, again, like this is a high risk, high reward type of opportunity. But if you have time on your side, typically you come out on the other side, a okay. So do your research, find things that you're comfortable with. And once you're ready to make the jump, make the jump and make the investment and, and keep pushing forward. So everyone listening, really, really, really appreciate you joining us today. I want to ask you one more time as to keep what are ways that people can learn more about Astro protocol and learn more about you.
0: Absolutely. You guys can reach us on astroprotocol.com. We're also at AstroProtocol protocol on Twitter. We also have a telegram group that you can reach us on. I'm accessible through each of these different platforms as well, personally on Twitter too. So reach out to us through either social media or straight on our website, guys.
1: Perfect. Well, again, really appreciate your time today and for everyone listening, stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, CryptoCurrent crew, we want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from JDog335. Great information and easy to digest. I'd recommend to anyone interested in crypto. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date on the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Current with Richard Cargon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay Cryptocurrent.
2: Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice.